You know that age between 28 and 31 where you're like, WTF is going on? Yeah, that's your Saturn return. My name is Court and I'm here to spill the tea on what all this means astrologically. And let's be honest, I need to figure out how to make it through my own Saturn return because, whoa, am I right? Expect real stories from real people who have already been through this life-changing transit. You'll hear little nuggets from me and my diary that I've kept over the past few months. Plus, I'll interview others who have passed this phase already and are on to the next series of their life. So grab your iced coffee and get your diary. Prep yourself because Saturn is always listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney. I'm your host. Um, Thanks for being here. Thank you for being here again. Thank you for listening. It honestly is like amazing me when I look at the analytics and which I don't do all the time, but then I'm like, oh, wow, like people, you guys are like coming back for more. So that's great. Celebrating you for that. Um, And if you're on YouTube, well, Hi, don't forget we do have a YouTube channel and you can see us talk. I know I like that when I'm listening to podcasts. I really like seeing the people. So that's always an option. And you can see my really cool background on some of them, which is the one today. So, I mean, why not subscribe for that? You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm super excited for today's podcast episode. If you've read the title, then you will already know that this is sort of initiating some of the conversation around Saturn and Pisces, which is coming. And I know so many of you who listen have Saturn and Pisces. So we are excited and we're mysteriously paving our way through to figure out what this Saturn and Pisces is all about. So today I'm going to, I asked my friend Alex if she wanted to come on and uh, talk about what she thinks this is all about. And also we're going to look at her chart a bit because she's got Saturn and Pisces. So guys, you just made a new Saturn and Pisces bestie. So there's that. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here and I'm just so impressed with your radio host skills. Like I was like, Ooh. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm listening. <laughs> I like <laughs> the other day when you're like, you could be a game show host. I'm like, yeah, that's like my sin. <laughs> me like just literally waiting for that moment my time to shine (laughs) totally I know you want to be in the games but I just think you should host them like I would watch just to watch you like analyze everyone (laughs) yeah me like what oh maybe I shouldn't use that guy's name but there's like a um I won't say his name because I don't want to get canceled too but like there is a uh famous like hockey player person I'll say his name Don Cherry okay we all know the guy All right. Yeah. He said some things. I won't be like him, but like be like that kind of. I know. Yeah, I could definitely do that. Probably not sports, but anyway, we we will we'll continue here. Um, (laughs) Anyway, thanks for being on the podcast. And I'm super excited that you're here. I obviously we can tell a little bit about like, you know, how we met and our story together and how we're friends. Um, but maybe before we do that, I want people to get to know you. So I always ask everyone who comes on the podcast, who are you? Not what do you do? Who are you? So who is Alex? Oh, I was, I feel like I should have been ready for that, but I wasn't, (laughs) which probably even better. Um, I was actually reading some of 
mess my messages with you and one of the things you had written was big ass empath energy and me in a nutshell just like I feel like I'm all heart and all fired water like Mm. I am just like really big life force energy I love life I love my people and I'm a human guinea pig so like throw me in want to try it out and I love to travel and I just I take pride in being able to see people and make them feel safe around me Mm, that's a really great way to describe you big ass empath energy we love it (laughs) all heart all heart and a little bit of spice yeah yeah and actually it's a great segue what is your big three my big three. So I am a Pisces sun, a Leo moon and a Taurus rising. Mm. And I also like asking people this, um, because I think it's cool to have the perspective, but what do you think resonates or if there's anything that does resonate, um, knowing your big three and like who you are as a person? Yes. I think a great way to explain it is a lot of people see me as like really grounded and logical and just kind of like stable. Mm -hmm. So my Taurus rising, but I personally feel all the fire and water inside. So it's just like, which is like my emotions and who I am. So the water sign being the Pisces and fire being the um, the Leo. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really great way of explaining it. It's like, I, I feel like there's definitely parts of being a Taurus where I value stability and having like a path um, definitely love a good brunch, things like that. But my, like what drives me is, um, my Pisces sign. So like being really like emotional, intuitive, dreamy, head in the clouds, all of those things, definitely who I am. And then with my Leo moon, like, I think it's also big heart energy as well as childlike energy. So I think between my Leo, it's like my seven-year-old self. And then my Pisces is my 77-year-old self. So mm. I like to say I'm either seven or 77, depending <laughs> on the day. And I'd say it's because of those two. I love that. I love that like description way of explaining that. 77 or seven. Reminds me of that. You remind me of that lady anyway. There's like this lady on TikTok and she's like, um, she's like you can't come to my funeral like she's like trying to get a boyfriend she's like this old grandma if you guys know you know and she's a pisces and she literally has merch and the merch is like uh this is why i'm looking for my boyfriend and like puts it on there and she's like if his name is steve he can't come like it's so funny it reminds me of that exactly what you just said like pisces 77 year old but like that leo is like a seven year old so maybe this lady has leo in her chart too she definitely has some fire maybe she's sag yeah watch it be aries uh (laughs) anyway um i love that i love that so much and i think that was just such a beautiful description in terms of like the energy that you feel you possess. Um, I guess, is there anything that, um, or actually what's your human design? I am a manifesting generator one, three, mm. a martyr. Yeah. I don't think that's perfect. Yeah. I don't know enough about, I know obviously man manifesting generator, but don't know enough about that, but I'm sure someone out there listening definitely does. Um, what do you feel like you 
well, okay, actually, what sign is your Saturn in Pisces? We just talked about that. That's why you're here. But what do you feel like, if you could use a word to describe where you're at right now in your life, what would you, how would you describe it? Do I have to use one word? <laughs> use, you, use as many words as you want. There are zero rules here. Hello, Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish, what sign is really like, just out of curiosity, like what signs the most like direct and like concise with their words? Virgo for sure. Okay. I have no Virgo. Actually, no, I have a Chiron and Virgo, but like, I'm just verbose and I wish I was not that I wish I was different, but like, mm. words, you know, just words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. it's interesting. Cause I feel like when I feel into it, I feel very stable right now, but also on the precipice of change. So unlike previous points in my life, I feel like I actually have a good, a strong sense of who I am, mm-hmm. but I also feel like my life is rapidly changing around me. Right. So it's an interesting place of in the past, I think I like the chaos was both within and without. Now it's like, it sounds, feels like it's around me, but like inside I feel pretty grounded. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's super interesting. I've talked to a couple of people and a lot of, a lot of people have said something similar. Uh, someone used the word shifty, mm-hmm. like shifty. Like there's like, you know, this like things are shifting, but at the same time, like obviously being that like grounded and stable, like probably your Taurus rising. Um, but also like, yeah, there's a lot of work that, you know, you've done in terms of getting to that point, which we can kind of dig into a little bit, but, um, I'm curious what your thoughts are around your Saturn and Pisces, uh, as someone who, you know, well tell the people, like, are you, are you an astrology novice? Like where are you at on your astrology journey? (laughs) People, I love it. Um, I, I'm the person that I'd say people who are less familiar with astrology think they think I know so much. They're like, Oh, you're always talking about astrology or I'm like, Oh, you're so this, et cetera. Um, super grateful for having you in my life Corp, Hmm. because I've learned so much through like the drip feeding that you've given into my life over the last two years um I'm really excited by it and I love learning more about it and I say I have a good grasp on it Mm -hmm. I'm an average person for sure and there's as you know so much to learn so I just am always I'm always blown away by it honestly yeah I think you know more like I think you definitely should give yourself credit for more than than just that I think you do know more than than you think and it does happen through those conversations right like oh yeah like I actually do know this, like when you're talking to somebody or if someone's asking you and like, there's still a lot of people who don't know a lot. So yeah, I would definitely say that you're like, you know, you know, some things, which is great. Um, and with that being said, I'm curious your thoughts around what you think Saturn in Pisces is like, we talk so much about, we've been talking about Saturn in Aquarius and I've done episodes on the different signs, but just intuitively knowing that Saturn is structure and what Pisces energy is, what do you feel like that means for you or the collective or anything that comes to mind? Well, it feels so like counterintuitive because like you're saying structure, which is Saturn and Pisces is like, feels like the least structured thing. We're like, let us float forever and like not be on this, in this box, which I'm sure is also like with Aquarius energy too. So I'm actually really interested to see what you have to say and share because I think like 
knowing Pisces energy, I feel like it could be not as intense maybe as some other Saturn, Saturn's Saturn placements could be. Yep. But then at the same time, I feel like it's probably also super inner world. Like I, I, I think it'll probably impact the collective on a within myself, me as like who I am and then my community as opposed to like government or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's actually really good. So it's interesting because yes, Saturn. So Saturn is a malefic planet, which basically just means that like Saturn itself uh, isn't like Jupiter, right? Jupiter is a benefit, uh, benefic planet and it benefits us. Saturn creates that restriction, right? It creates lessons in order to then grow. But um, I think you nailed it on the head in terms of like it being potentially more internal. And also Pisces doesn't know boundaries. It has no borders with Pisces. There's no Pisces is one consciousness, which is super interesting because I have a couple predictions, which I'll share, but I think in terms of the inner world dialogue and what that looks like for healing, I think that is going to be really, really big, especially look at the last couple of years. Right. So I think, yeah, I definitely think you're on to something there. Um, I'll dive into it further, but I think one of my predictions is like new age to Jesus movement, which is already happening. But if you think of Pisces, like Pisces is the, the Jesus fish and I think religion in general is definitely going to be spirituality questioning what is life what is death what is you know all all the questions like what is where where are we living like those type of things like Um, like we're just yeah yeah exactly exactly um but yeah it's going to be super interesting to to experience so let's talk a little bit about you know what I didn't even do we didn't even talk about how we met maybe we should do that first <laughs> yeah I was actually I if you weren't gonna segue into it I was gonna bring it up at the end okay <laughs> yeah um maybe we should do that first so do you want to do you want to share yeah because I initiated it I yeah. manifested <laughs> Courtney I've been going around saying I manifested everything so <laughs> I'm just gonna call this one no so um, two years ago, 2020, that was 2020. Um, I left my previous job. I realized when the pandemic hit that needed to shift something. So personal life, uh, where I was living, professional life, kind of everything took some time off. And at the time was living in New Jersey while well, moved from New York to New Jersey and then was traveling. And, um, I've been connected to Ariana, who I know has been in the podcast and was one of our dear friends since 2016, back when I thought group fitness might be a path for me, um, which is, which it's not at least in this, this part of my life. Um, but she was running and continues to run the 5D business Academy and was running a program and Courtney was part of it. And I went on Courtney's website and I was reading through her WordPress and I was like, this girl is so similar to me. I was like, I resonate so much to like, I was like, I need to be friends with her, yeah. which doesn't really ha- ha- happen very often. And so I pinged Ariana. I was like, oh, like, I feel like I would like get along really well with Courtney. And she was like, you would, like, I think you guys would be really good friends. 
So on like the following time we were on a Zoom call together, I think I was actually in Serbia this time, mm. um, but I messaged Courtney like privately, like you can on Zoom. And I was <laughs> like, hey, Ariana said we'd be good friends or something like that. Like I was just kind of like a seven-year-old asking another pa- one. Like, passing <laughs> notes in class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to play later on the playground? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where it started. And then we moved on to Instagram where Courtney is the queen of making best friends over the dms <laughs> and we both went through the scorpio eclipse like whatever was going on at the end of 2020 at the same time and nothing bonds people like commiserating so here we are actually though and also i think it's so interesting because obviously like also it's so funny like my wordpress blog i haven't thought about that in a while um but yeah i think in terms of That was just like such a wild time. And obviously that was part of my Saturn return, right? Like there, there was a lot going on for everybody in the world. And I remember like the experience of like having that online group being really impactful. And like, obviously everyone who was there was there for a reason. Um, And then Alex like moved to Vancouver and I was like, I'll come pick you up like from the airport. Um, Yeah. And it was like nothing. Like it was just like, I think people underestimate like the power of growing a relationship online. Obviously I'm a big believer in that being like something that's really impactful because I've honestly, a lot of my friends I've met through my Saturn return, I've met online. Um, And anyway, so I picked her up from the airport here in Vancouver and it was like, I was like, yeah, this is just like normal, you know? Um, And we were both going through our stuff. Like there was like definitely still stuff to be going through at the time, but yeah. And I think just from there, like obviously 5d business collective is, um, you know, lots going on there and we were working with Ariana and yeah, it's just been super fun to get to know each other. So I'm really excited to see what happens during your Saturn return, like really excited. Um, and we talked about this. I'll give this visual as well, because I remember shout out to Ariana. Um, (laughs) shout out. Like, I'm just like giving a shout out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, she, so Ariana went through her Saturn return. I'll link that below, um, the, that episode below, but she was Saturn in Capricorn. And she said to me, prepare for your Saturn return it's going to give you a lot of content which is hilarious now because I literally turned it into content um and then she was like it felt like almost like a baton pass and I said to Alex the other day I told her that and I said now I feel like it's like we're passing or I'm passing the baton to you almost like a relay race and that actually feels really supportive Mm because it's not it's almost like you're in this together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So super, yeah. super grateful for having you two wonderful ladies who've gone through this ahead of me and they know will hold me. And uh, I just think that's a bigger conversation on the power of community and female friendships. Oh, totally. I'm also going to make you a baton for, in real life. <laughs> on the day of return the day. baton. Like, what day is like March something that it's happening? Yeah, we'll go to like the park or something and I'll like <laughs> have this like swearing in ceremony and like pass you the baton. 
Oh my god, I'm so here for it. I can't yeah. I can't watch that content. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great. Um anyone who has Saturn and Pisces can can come. I will gladly pass you the baton. Um anyway, so yeah, I guess um now let's go into talking about your Saturn and Pisces. So we'll talk a little bit about your chart. So you obviously have Saturn and Pisces. Is there anything you want to share about your chart? Uh, anything that's like coming up for you right now that you want to share while I pull it up, feel free to. Well, I have a lot of Pisces and Aquarius planets. So I have a lot of 10th and 11th house energy, I think. So lots of focus on community. And I think something I've, that both my chart shows and my human design is like, I need to learn my lessons and then I need to help other people through the, which I think is kind of a collective thing. I think most people help through like what they've learned, but, um, you know, I have my North node in Scorpio, which I feel like just adds a twist to everything. Um, but I love Scorpio energy. Okay. Actually, Alex, this is a great place to start because you guys know that I talk about the lead up to the Saturn return. So maybe let's do that. Actually. The fact that you just said you have your North node in Scorpio means you're going through your reverse nodal return. So for everyone, First of all, how old are you? 28. Right. Which means that this would have started, right? I always say 27. There's like a little bit of something kind of going on. Maybe it's more behind the scenes because you're having your progressed lunar return. And that would mean that Alex's progressed lunar return is is happening right now. Like your moon is in Leo and so is your progressed um, moon. And so really working on that like inner kind of feeling enhancing those energies would you say that you've been doing that yeah I think that kind of sounds like it's connected to what I was saying at the beginning of like I feel very stable because I think the last year and a half have been a lot of like me rooting into my sense of self and confidence Mm. hopefully to prepare me to whatever the universe has in store during my return yeah I love that you said confidence because that's such that like Leo energy right and so you're embracing parts of yourself Um, and then, so now you're in your reverse nodal return. So basically for those of you who don't know, or haven't heard me talk about this before, the reverse nodal return happens before your Saturn return. And it's almost as if you have to go back and face the, like face the past before you can go forward. So the collective North node right now, as we are filming this, recording this, is in the sign of Taurus and Alex has her south node in Taurus, which means her past is facing her future in a sense, kind of weird way. Um, anyway, so you just mentioned that your north node is in the sign of Scorpio and currently the south node is in Scorpio. So you're facing some very scorpionic energy. What comes up for you when I say that? <laughs> um. Well, with scorpionic energy, it's like never a walk in the park, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that aligns with the transformation that I feel like I'm on the edge of and in the midst of. What you said actually really resonates of like how you're, you kind of have to like go through some lessons again before your north, like before you get into your Saturn. And I think I almost feel like in a similar position that I did two years ago, right? I'm like, okay, this doesn't align. Like, let me figure out the next right step. And now I'm like, okay, this isn't aligned. Mm. How do I figure out the next right step? So it's interesting. Cause I feel like I had the opportunity two years ago, maybe to like 
get on the right track. And I, and it, and I was on the right track, but maybe not fully aligned, you know, like it was like, okay, I took a road and it was a good road. And now we're like, okay, we gotta maybe turn left. So mm. I think, um, I think with Scorpio though, just a deep intensity of feelings that can feel sometimes really disorienting and isolating because I'm not sure that people who don't have as much water signs or Scorpio energy in their chart can understand feeling that deeply, which I know you do mm-hmm. understand that. And so I think that's definitely feeling really true right now where it's, I'm seeing things in a way that feels like other people can't really understand, but I just need to trust my own sense of knowing. Mm. Oh Yeah. As you're saying that, I'm like, it's funny because when we were talking about this last night and you said like that fork in the road, right? And like trying to kind of decide what direction. I think that's like the, I think that's a really good way to actually describe your reverse nodal return. Um, And also I'm just like picturing like a map with like a compass, but it's like your own inner compass, right? Like you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what is it that I want? And like, what is my true North? And for you, because your North node is in Scorpio, that is your true North, right? Craving intense and deep experiences is, is going to be part of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we can get into this, but obviously you've had a very like intense life. Like there's been a lot of deep things that have happened and, as you said at the beginning of this, that is part of what you're here to then help others with. Um, But I think it's almost like an initiation in a sense, uh, which is, is really, I just keep seeing this like old map with like a compass, like one of those old compasses. Um, So I think that's really cool. Sorry, I was laughing. I was like, um, if this was actually a world where I was using an old map and an old compass, I would definitely get onto the wrong road. 100%. Same. (laughs) My intuition for this one. Alex and I go on the amazing race, just lost the whole time. Like, you're not supposed to be at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) Would end up on Lost, actually. Show Lost. Yeah. Wrong show, cut. Yeah. Oh, you know, um, anyway, I think that's really good. And I, I'm super curious, obviously, if you guys are listening to this, um, on YouTube, you can leave a comment, but for those of you who are also going through, you're going to have your Saturn in, in Pisces. If that resonates with you with the reverse nodal return, definitely let us know. Cause I think that that's kind of mysterious still, and it's always different for everyone. Um, but I do really think that was potent. So I'm glad that we talked about that now. Okay. So you've got Saturn in Pisces and you have an early degree Saturn. So basically that means it's at the beginning of the sign. It's at three degrees. It's conjunct your sun and it's also conjunct your um, Mercury. However, your Mercury is in Aquarius. So it's in a different sign. It is, however, still conjunct. So uh, you have Saturn in the 11th which is really powerful. And as we're talking right now, Saturn is currently in Aquarius at 24 degrees, which is very interesting. So if we, you know, it's retrograde, it's kind of moving back, but it's close enough where you're going to start to feel the impacts 
of your Saturn. Does that resonate with you? Like right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. 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 Okay. Feeling like something's happening. Yeah. Do you, without giving like too much detail, of course, because obviously this is like the beginning and your privacy and everything, but like, where do you feel like is a theme in terms of what you're feeling right now when it comes to changes with your Saturn? So for me, I feel like I've even known this before, the feeling that I'm feeling right now. Like I knew that getting closer to my Saturn and I would kind of often say to like, I know I'll really know what I'm meant to do once I've made it through my Saturn. Cause I know that there's like lessons that I'm supposed to learn. And I don't know if actually you have any thoughts on it, but it's almost like I'm being asked to make decisions before my Saturn. It's like, I was like, I'm, I'll wait till it passes and then I'll be realigned in my life. But I'm being asked sooner than I would have anticipated to really do work that calls to me calls to my, speaks to my heart, speaks to my soul, feels very like, this is what I was brought here to at least begin to do. And obviously that'll change as a manifesting generator. Um, so I'm being asked to realign, which is what I was saying last night. Yeah. I mean, you have Saturn in your 11th house. 11th house is also like, yes, community, like the bigger, like the collective and to have it in Pisces, that's, that's wild because the 11th house is ruled by Aquarius. So that's how, why we say this is the greater collective. But as we said at the beginning of the episode, Pisces is about one consciousness. So how can we heal? How can we connect on a level of oneness? Literally in the house of the collective. Now, in terms of like you saying like, <laughs> I need to make decisions beforehand, you know, I think you're kind of already doing that. And probably with that retrograde at energy, it's probably bringing that up more, but it's going to be interesting to watch this for you because the 11th house is also wishes and dreams and our big ideas, right? Like the big, the big dreams that we have for our life. And so as Saturn begins to, at the end of this year, it'll move, it'll go back direct. And, um, into next year, it will then, you know, be moving. It's already in your 11th house, but it'll move close to your Saturn. So it's sort of like, yeah, I feel like it's just gonna, you're just, it's almost like you're already on the mountain. You're already, you're already on this mountain. Um, it just doesn't fully make sense yet, but you, you know, you have to climb it if that, if that makes sense. (laughs) Oh, totally. I mean, that definitely feels like how I'm feeling. And I, I'm interested, is that what happened for you prior to your Saturn return? Or is this just based on where the astrology is right now? Is it, I'm guessing it's like a common thing. Good question. Yeah. Um, yes. So it depends where, what degree your Saturn is in. Because for example, some people now who have Saturn in Aquarius at the later degree, like they just started to feel the impacts. Whereas like I started to feel mine when like Saturn was in Capricorn because it's at zero degrees. So sort of like you, Alex, like you have yours at three degrees, which means closer to the end of the Saturn being in Pisces, like you're going to be long gone (laughs) because you're already like feeling the effects of it closer to this Aquarius, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think 
Saturn is calling. Like I feel like Saturn is like dialing in. Like it's almost like Saturn is being like, hello, like keeps calling. Like you can put the phone down, but like, I'm going to keep calling you. Mm, Okay. That makes a lot of sense. It actually was one of my questions I had for you was like, when I think about the Saturn return, it's just like two to three year period that kind of feels ambiguous. And I was wondering, is there times when it's more heightened like how like I just was wondering if Mm. it starts out like down here and then it goes up here or like if you start up here and then you go down here so this degrees things makes a lot of sense yeah that's actually a really good question and I mean I'd be so curious to hear I haven't asked that to people in in their uh experiences so maybe I will now but given just transits alone when Saturn is on top of your Saturn, so like peak Saturn, it can feel like a shit show because Saturn is heavy. Saturn can rule doubt. Saturn pushes your limits. So think of like when you're doing something really hard at the gym or I don't know, you're doing something uncomfortable, right? Saturn is like, we're going to build your resistance. So when Saturn is on top of Saturn, basically your peak Saturn return, it's like, I'm feeling so uncomfortable. I'm feeling so much resistance right now, but I know I have to do this. And it can feel really heavy because it can bring up that self-doubt. Um, and for you, Alex, like you have Saturn conjunct your son. Oh, also get this, everyone. She has Saturn conjunct her son and also Saturn square Pluto. Oh, no. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we love it. You're going to be like, that means you're going to like fall in love and have a beautiful life. But I know Pluto doesn't mean that. (laughs) Yeah. And you you also have your sun square Pluto, right? Because your sun and um, Saturn are are conjunct. So it's super interesting. This is, it's, it's, it's going to be. What does it mean? Yeah. So like, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. But basically when Saturn and the sun are conjunct, that can feel heavy. Like there is a heaviness um, with that energy, almost like the weight of the world on your shoulders, which you have that energy in your chart. So mm-hmm. that how you said like a big ass empath, <laughs> it's literally, that's literally big ass Saturn on your son of like who you are. It's like, yeah, you, you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. Pisces is an energy. It's an empath. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that you've been learning boundaries and have been really working on that is going to be very helpful. Probably going to need more of that. Um, And then also, yeah. And then the Saturn square to Pluto. So Saturn square or squares are tricky. However, they also create change. So without a square, Yo, you're going to be lazy. Like you're not going to, you're not going to feel the, you said this the other day. What was it that you said about how the universe is making you like uncomfortable? Um, was it just like, it's, it's forcing me to make a decision because otherwise I've been in a very stable place. I've really like over the last year, just been like, okay, I have my nice things. I have my comfortable job, et cetera. And I wouldn't change if things kept being smooth sailing. Mm. No the universe is like, actually, this isn't aligned. So now we're going to throw some chaos in here. So you have to make a decision and do something about it. 
Do you feel like that happens in your life in general? Yes, absolutely. That's Saturn, I mean, Saturn square Pisces or Pluto. I just, I feel like there's a few titles that I would, that I'm considering for my future book. And one of them is along the lines of my attempt at stability, but inevitable chaos. <laughs> I actually love that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I've tried so hard and it's just like these things always happen. Like me not being here for three and a half weeks at a time. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, obviously you've given yourself a lot of permission to kind of like lean into that. And I'm sure that's part of your like Taurus rising would really find that tricky and like the earth elements within you. But, you know, I think that's something that all of us are going to have to learn with Saturn being in Pisces is that, you know, sometimes you got to go with the flow and you got to be able to pull a Ross Geller and pivot, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's needed. And I think that that's a big lesson. Um, go, go ahead. Um, this is kind of a side little tidbit that, um, I think is kind of relevant to what we're talking about. I spoke with a woman today, she's a recruiter and we were just talking about like gaps in resumes, et cetera. Mm. And she was saying one of the trends she's seeing is people like later on in their life doing these big career changes because they realized like they weren't doing the work that they wanted to be doing or were no longer like, okay with being treated the way they were treated at work. And she was like, it made me really optimistic for the future generations for people like yourself. And she was talking to me and where she was like, you're 28 and you're already taking time to be like, this doesn't feel right. And I want to figure out like what I'm meant to be doing. And so I was like, oh, like there's, there's medicine there for older generations to watch those of us that are like, and you've said it to me before, where you're like, we're here to do work that feels real aligned and not just take what's right in front of us. Max, you're crying. (laughs) I love you so much. I feel like that's how, you know, the cycle is breaking like I have full body chills do you know like do you know what I mean like we we I see this so much and it makes me I know we've talked about this before and you're going through this transition right now and I my biggest dream and wish for every single person is to just do what they love every single day you spend so much time working that's what we do like, you know, until the day where we don't have to do that, like we, we are going to have to work. So why wouldn't we want to do something that is, brings us joy and so much fulfillment and, and it's okay if it changes, it's okay if it changes because we go through seasons in life, but like, that's such a huge statement. And it came from a recruiter, a career recruit, recruit, recruiter, <laughs> recruiter, <a> recruiter. <laughs> Yeah. And now I'm getting emotional because I think about we're in a unique position and you're doing it. And Ariana has been doing it. And like people around us in this community are the ones that are doing the heavy lifting to make this a sustainable life, to like live your sole purpose being a thing that you can actually like fuel a good life and fund yourself and be abundant because that hasn't been the case before. Um, and then I'm in moments like these or in circles with beautiful people. And it's like, this is like what it's all about. Like how I feel when I'm with you talking about things like this or, or in our conversations. And it's so disconnected from like the corporate world or just the things that we we see on TV every day. But that's the stuff that gets all the money and the attention and the energy. 
so it's like on the shoulders of the giants, like before us and me, you and Ariana, et cetera, et cetera. That's like, we got to like start the charge so that future people can more confidently go into like the life of their dreams. Yeah. You're welcome. Saturn and Aries and Saturn and Gemini. You guys are welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, but maybe like, later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, everything you said was just incredible. And you know what, actually, I think this is like a good little segue because obviously we just talked a little bit about your Saturn, but you know, Saturn and Pisces, this generation, I do feel like y'all have already been through a lot. Mm. It's something I have a lot of Saturn and Pisces people in my life. Like, um, I don't know why, maybe it's cause I'm Pisces rising, but, um, I do know a lot of younger people who have Saturn and Pisces and I'm like your stories like it kind of is amazing to me because I'm like wow like you literally have had the weight of the world on your shoulders like a lot of them so I don't know if you want to share a little bit just about kind of you know summarize parts of your past and and maybe that can give us a little bit more detail yeah well it's actually like such a wonderful segue because one of the questions I had for you something that's been coming up for me when I think about my Saturn return is I'm like I've already like been through the ringer a little bit so I'm like I don't know what like Saturn's gonna throw my way because I'm like am I ready for this or is it gonna be a walk in the park because I've already like done so much inner work so I'm actually quite curious um and I think it's really interesting that you have other friends and other people in your life that have like had similar stories but um I grew up to immigrant parents in Vancouver, um, but really grew up in New Jersey. So I've uh, lived on both coasts and from a really young age, just felt very foreign. I I was in New Jersey, but like no part of me is attached to New Jersey. No offense if you're from New Jersey. I love the beach. Um, But it was very clear that as soon as I was like walked in my house, it was like Eastern Europe, Europe. And I I think just as an empathetic kid and a sense that I have, like, I knew really early on that I was different. Um, and I think between like just who my parents are and what I feel like my role was, which was like knowing that I was my parents' pride and joy, like parents who have been through like war and trauma and like poverty and all this stuff that I was like, I am everything that they're like wishing into this world to like bring them a good future. So from an early age, I feel like I really molded into like what other people needed me to be, whether it's like my parents or other students in school. So I even like at a young age, had like two personas of in high school, sorry, in middle school or elementary school, I was like fly on the wall, book nerd, like kind of like really just smart, that kind of person. Mm -hmm. And then at my dance class with like my Eastern European friends, I was like, super obnoxious, super cheerleader energy, like everyone just like total opposites. And it was like my whole life, I've been really good at sensing a room and like, what part of me do you connect with? And how do I amplify that? Cause so mm. kind of like my foundational years, mm-hmm. um, but super stable upbringing, like had a great, like great parents, great brother, shout out to Marco. Um, shout out to Marco. <laughs> we love him. We love him. I think he also has Saturn and Pisces too, actually. So we'll go through it And together. a Pisces rising. Pisces rising. Um, but I like life was pretty normal. Went to university and I, but I lost my mom at 21, which was 
pretty unexpected. And it was just interesting, even like the months leading up to it, the shift in dynamic of like, I was super connected to my mom. Like we would joke invisible umbilical cord kind of thing, like very codependent relationship. But a few months prior to her passing, it was definitely becoming clear that I was the one who was like stepping into being more of the caretaker. Um, and instead of dealing with this trauma of losing the most important person in my life, I kind of just went straight into back into 6am gyms, got 4.0s on all my final exams a week later after it happens, like just kind of like kept going, kept being, um, didn't want anyone's pity. That was like a huge part of it. I was like my Leo moon and my culture. I was like, nah, pride is too high for me to like have anyone seeing me a certain way. And so the grief honestly didn't catch up with me for another four. I dealt with my grief four years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I had to deal with because I didn't deal with the grief is a lot of health issues. So, um, SIBO, adrenal issues, like thyroid issues, like you name it, all the things that happen when you don't take care of yourself, when you don't truly take care of yourself, when you listen to everyone else's advice into like what health and wellness looks like. And when you run for your problems, I was running from my stuff for so long. Mm-hmm. I knew like there was a sense in me that I was like, I know that there, I can't be this fine, but I was so, I couldn't sit still. I was just always making sure something was happening. I was listening to something. I was doing something. Um, and so finally crashed and burned in New York in 2019, right before the pandemic. Mm. So I actually had like a whole dark night of the soul before the pandemic hit. And so at the time COVID came around, I was like, oh, now we're at least we're all in it together. <laughs> um, instead of me being like by myself in my room in the middle of the summer in New York being like, I don't know who the heck I am. So um, I feel like since then, it's been like a slow rebuilding, like reorienting myself to who I am and learning to take care of myself better, finding my voice, mm. just all of that, all of this stuff. Mm. Yeah, there's so much in there in terms of like, obviously, that's like a a lot to go through um, in your early 20s. And I think that knowing that Saturn does bring a lot of lessons. um, Yeah, it's it's difficult because obviously, like, it is mysterious. We don't know what our Saturn's going to bring, but you have been through a lot. And I don't even like to say this, but it's like, it's like you've been through that like you will get through you know whatever life does hand you and I'm sure that you've processed that in so many ways but it's just it's it is really interesting because how you you ask the question like I've already been through so much like is there going to be more here and what was coming through for me was like I feel like this is like you needing to step in and support others Mm -hmm. in that because it's like Saturn asks you to take responsibility yeah Yeah, I am. It's so interesting too how with age too, and I don't know if you found this, that you do lose a little bit of that, like, I don't want to say courage, but like, Mm. like things just feel a little lighter. Like when I made my decision to leave my job two years ago, I was like, yeah, like it was a big decision, but I was, it felt less tied to like so many other potential things whereas not mm. even two years later I'm like oh like this is these are all the doubts that are creeping in um yeah but I think Saturn's like 
nope, you gotta, you just gotta keep going. Oh yeah, for sure. And also it's, I get it. Cause it's like, there's so many things that, you know, as we get older, as we get more comfortable, as we like have more things or have more ties to things, like you said, that obviously is going to be trickier to make a decision, like a brave decision. But at the end of the day, like our world is never going to be the same as it was prior to the pandemic for everyone. And there's been a lot of loss. There's been a lot of grief. Um, even before, of course, like you just shared your story, but I think collectively there's been so much grief and so much sadness that there's going to come a point where like you just said, uh, there's going to be health things that come up, you know, cause that's what you experience because you can keep going. You can try and keep running. There's going to be I don't even know, like you get to a point where you you just can't anymore. And so I see Saturn and Pisces and people who have Saturn and Pisces being initiated into some form of leadership to actually support the collective or in their own capacities or do some form of healing, um, whether that's in them own, their selves or whether that is for groups of people. I'm smiling because uh, Ariana said leadership to me last night in the car and second time. And I think I have my MC or I have some Capricorn energy. Oh yeah. For me, what's interesting. And I know we're getting like, I don't want it to just be about me, but like, I do want to progress in a work sense. And it just feels like I haven't been able to. Mm. And so I'm interested to see what, like, maybe it is leadership and spirituality, but I'm like, very intrigued to see what that'll look like on the other side. So, okay. Let's just like, look at this. So yeah, you have your MC in, in Capricorn and your Uranus and Neptune conjunct your MC. So you're part of the generation. Um, a lot of millennials have this Uranus and Neptune, um, are in the sign of Capricorn. Uranus is revolution in a system with Capricorn. Neptune is like having a big dream and creating it, putting it into reality. And so you have this on your MC, which is the legacy that you're here to leave behind. It's connected to your career. And also it's in the ninth house of like philosophy and travel, which is very interesting. So it's, I always say to people, clients I have, who have Neptune in um, Capricorn, it's like, if you could have, what's your biggest dream and how can you make a plan to make that reality? And if it doesn't feel like it's possible yet, it's because you're meant to build it because it's Capricorn. Oh, why does my chart give me so much responsibility? <laughs> so actually though, like guys, Alex has literally so many squares in her chart, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not like a I'm not someone who's like, oh my God, so many squares, but squares do give you more responsibility. It's someone who has to go through, like you're, you're being asked to like create changes and like, it can be tense. So like, yeah, it does. (laughs) And that's why I love astrology. And that's why I'm so grateful for you, because I think like the more I learn and I'm always learning more, it's like, okay, well this helps me embrace my unique journey and who I am. And mm-hmm. it's really easy to compare yourself to other people, even if you don't like mean to. And 
most days I'm really grounded in who I am. And there's definitely days, especially on the precipice of big change where I'm like, why can't I just be normal? And then there's tools like um, astrology or human design that are like, no, like this is your path. And um, yeah. I think we know that. And then in our moments when our like monkey mind comes in, we're like, ah, so it's nice to ground ourselves with those things. Yes, totally. Totally. Um, I'm so excited to see what happens for you during this, uh, transit as well as everyone else. Like, you know, obviously we can, we can talk about it and like, until we're blue in the face, but at the same time, it's like, we're not going to really know until, you know, it comes about. Um, I want to know, we do have some, uh, questions here. So if you do have any questions, we can go through them, but, I want to know if you have any predictions of what you think will happen in your life during this time. And I will give predictions around what I think is going to happen in the collective. Okay. And then I have, I have a few more questions, but I'll leave them for the end. Um, what do I think is going to happen in my life? Hmm. Oh, interesting. I wonder if it's just because we've been talking about it over the last 24 hours, but the thing that like, when I closed my eyes, I was like healing circle. (laughs) what I heard and I know I've been for a while been drawing to being like I want to create spaces I want to create safe spaces I want to do circles I want to like dance with people I want them to like cry and laugh and feel Mm -hmm. the feelings so I feel like there will be something in that space and like I think it'll to your point it'll require me to step into my own a bit more and figure out how I'm supposed to be helping people heal. So I think there's, I still think there's areas that I'm navigating and uncovering on a daily basis of what that could look like. But um, as you know, I do think psychedelics are a big part of that as well as Ayurveda, hopefully. Oh yeah. Um, And then, I don't know. I also like have for a while thought my Saturn and Pisces just, I don't even know if it's based on where my chart is, but I think it's going to be lessons in relationships for me. So I definitely feel like there's going to be some learnings and love. Well, it's connected. Yeah. It's squaring your Pluto in the seventh house. So definitely can, um, lessons in relationship for sure. Almost like rebirth in a sense, probably, um, which brings up a lot, you know, and I think, you know, obviously we've talked about this, but I think you're ready. I think you're ready for that or, or are preparing for that at least. Um, I love that. Yeah. Uh, psychedelics 100% like there's it's just happening like literally it's just part of the Saturn and Pisces I'm pretty sure like that's my that's my prediction um I like I said before that new age to Jesus movement I just think religion overall I think is like a big gonna be a big theme um maybe people understanding people's religion a little bit more or like you know being more open to that um philosophy you know travel I think now Saturn does restrict things so we could see more restriction in things like religion I don't know we we could it's 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 so we could see restrictions in terms of like um yeah, religion, maybe. I don't see it as being more restrictive, though, with the psychedelics. This is where it gets a little bit like, eh, we'll have to wait and see. But Saturn can restrict, and that's what it's been doing with um, Saturn in, in Aquarius, and it did it with Saturn in Capricorn. So we will see, but that's 
a broad sense is I think that there's going to be a lot of healing. I think there's going to be calls for retreat centers, um, more people living together, maybe in communal. And uh, a lot of people are going to like this, but the one world government is something I see as being very, very probable with the next um, while here. We're going to check that out. I'm very intrigued. Yeah. And like, just like the um, oneness, like the, you know how there's, I'm not going to get too political here, but like there is obviously the talk of all of us being equal and like not having, you know, that could be something that comes up, Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I know we like, sorry, I know questions and we've already been going for a while, but do you, I wonder, and like this could, could, this is just me riffing, but like, do you think that this recession that everyone's talking about is going to force people to equalize a little bit, maybe? Like I had a- Yeah, I don't actually, I feel like the recession is more, and I don't even think it's so weird. I don't actually know if it's going to be a recession or if it's the digital currency, which people mm-hmm. are not fully on board with, which I get, I totally respect that. It's, it's new, it's different. And there's some sketchiness around it. I think potentially there's going to be a, if we do it this way, it won't have to go into a recession. And that could be a whole other can of worms, but yes, yes. To answer your question, I think that it's, um, they're trying to listen to people who are younger and do things more progressively with Uranus being in Taurus and Uranus will still be in Taurus when Saturn's in Pisces. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's highly possible that that is what happens. Um, I I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Okay. What are the questions from the, from the viewers? (laughs) So we got a couple questions here, so we'll, we'll end here, but, um, Okay. So is it a good time to start a spiritual business? What do you think? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Why do you... last few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say absolutely? Well, based on everything we were just talking about, I think um, to your point, there's been so much turmoil. And I think, I mean, I dealt with change and chaos ahead of the pandemic. But I think for a lot of people, they never dealt with that level of uncertainty in their life. And so there was a lot of grief to your point, a lot of like loss. And I think we think grief is in like someone passed away, but grief is a lot of different types of endings. Um, And so I do think like, as people are even right now, like we're still kind of like returning into like who we are in a little bit in this new normal. And I think the impacts won't be seen immediately but they're going to be needed right like people are going to need that space to help them because I think what happens is at least what happened to me is like it's kind of like um, a pendulum right like you go really on one side so you're like super lots of like craziness and lots of sadness etc and then on the other side you're like okay now I need to like make up for all of my lost time and like go have the best time of my life and like that and so mm-hmm. you don't really like you have to come back to the middle. And so I think people are going to like restabilize after like trying to have the best summer of their life. I don't know what summer we're calling it right now, but, mm. um, I do think a lot of that, like 
people will need will need the support and love. And I think they're more open to it than they ever were because I think the pandemic opened up mental health conversations that weren't happening beforehand. 100%. Yes, totally. And so I think spiritual-based businesses will 100% be the way. And like, you know, even having, like I noticed with some of my sessions, it's like more like someone said, can I have like a therapy session with you weekly? And I'm like, hmm, you know what? I, I wonder if like astrology counseling or like spiritual counseling is like going to be more of a thing. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think people are, are being innovative. They're stepping out of their, the boxes of like what we thought work looked like before. And it's like, well, let me blend like with you, right? Like you worked with kids, like, let me blend my experience and passion working with kids with this calling of mine, which is also astrology and more people are trying to find those links and then creating niches for themselves. Totally. Also, I didn't mention this, but creativity with Pisces is huge. And so is travel. So that could also be other themes like content creation. Thank you. (laughs) You're going to become a new software development. Yeah. (laughs) Literally like creativity is, is, is a good one. Okay. Um, what do you think the second Saturn return in Pisces might look like for someone? Ooh. Oh, I mean, it's hard to say because I haven't actually done a Saturn uh, podcast with anyone who's been through a second one and I would love to, but I just feel like they're like an extra old soul or like maybe it's that lady on TikTok. Maybe she's. I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking of like, they're like becoming mediums. <laughs> oh shit. Yo, that could also be potential. I feel like people are going to be like super psychic with Saturn and Pisces. Mm, okay. What was happening in the world last time Saturn was in Pisces? So I didn't pull up the dates for this. I'll do another, we're going to do another um, podcast with a few other astrologers and we're going to talk more about that. So I'll dive into that. On another date, um, what do we think Pluto entering Aquarius will do for our Saturn and Pisces people? No, no. Um, it depends on everyone's chart, right? Because it depends what aspects that's making. But in general, for the collective, I think Pluto being in Aquarius is an initiation of like, take your power back. And step into your power. And we're moving out of Pluto being in Capricorn, which, as we said, was about the government having control and power. And yes, we still need that. We still need to have a government, but we need it to be for the people. And I think that Saturn and Pisces people, you know, feel that. Like they feel the, like, can we just like, feel nice can we feel good can we have like one love you know and like maybe that'll be helpful you know like maybe that um Pluto being in Aquarius will give more of the power to the people and also then a lot this like whole new like you were just talking about like a healing space it's like oh yeah how can we fund situations like this so then that way people are getting what they need I don't know that's kind of a shot in the dark we'll see but Interesting. Yeah. Really resonate with what you're saying about just like that Pisces energy. Anytime anything happens, like I don't get too political, but I'm like, 
like, why can't we just let people be happy and free? Like, it just feels so simple. Like, I'm just like, yeah. Like, I don't understand where the disagreement is. You're just like, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I was just going to say Switzerland did it up. Switzerland? Yeah. Are they the, can we just be Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah, I need to look at what Switzerland's chart is. Where's their Pisces and where's their Libra at? You know? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Do you have any other questions? Because I still have one more for you. You go right ahead and then I'll ask you one more thing for fun and then we will close it out. If there is one aspect of your chart that you wish you had looked at prior to your Saturn return outside of like it being an Aquarius what do you wish you knew or like any like words from the wise (laughs) words from the wise that's funny I think I wish um, I was gonna say I think I wish I looked into the 12th house more but if I would have done that, I would have been freaked out because that's what happens to people when they look up the 12th house. They're like, oh my God, like I'm going to be alone and so depressed. And it's like, <laughs> you might, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but you're going to be okay. You know, like, and that being said now, if I were to see that and I saw that in someone's chart, I would say, okay, we're going to make a plan and we're going to go to therapy And we're going to book, you know, we're going to have some healing set up. Potentially you're going to, you know, maybe yoga feels good or let's, let's think of the different ways that we can nourish ourselves while being alone and maybe talking to someone, scheduling something monthly. Like now that I'm older and if I were to see that in someone's chart or looking back at myself, that's what I would have said, because I feel like. I just kind of hightailed it through there with like not really knowing what I was doing and like that's okay because I learned but uh could have definitely supported myself a lot better in the in the beginning and also would not tell someone to quit their job until okay listen to this have something have a bridge have a bridge And when you're in your Saturn return, have a bridge because a lot of people do quit their jobs. So maybe this is a message for you as well. Have a bridge and also build it. And when Saturn passes your son, Rick Levine said this, he's in a famous astrologer. Okay. When Saturn passes your son, that is when you'll start to notice the build of your business. If that's what you choose to do or whatever new career path you take, really start to take off. So have a bridge up until that. That's what I wish I looked into more of because I could have supported myself better. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. I'm very passionate about that. So I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Hopefully you are listening until the end because that was some good stuff. There's probably so much more, but we'll do, we'll, we'll do a different pos- podcast on that. Um, okay. Last one, just for fun. If you could be any other Zodiac sign, who would you be? And also if you could date any Zodiac sign, who would they be? Why go? <laughs> um, so I would love if I had more Sagittarius energy, like I love Sag oh energy. Love Sag. Um, I don't like necessarily, no offense if you're a Sagittarius. I don't know how great of partners they are. Cause I'm like, I love to use <laughs> the example of Sagittarius. It's like, I love to go to a party with them. I just don't know if we're leaving together. Like, <laughs> facts I love Sagittarius energy so I think I would and like they love to travel and their higher education and so um clearly like I 
whether it's my, if it was my sun or my moon, I would like love some good that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I do like Virgo energy as well. Um, yeah. So, but Sagittarius is the one that's definitely like, yeah, for sure. Um, dating wise, um, Scorpio, Taurus, Virgo. She's got it planned out. <laughs> but I don't know in what order, like, but I don't like, <laughs> we, we like, like that combo. Yeah. Well, I feel like there'll be one of the, they'll have a lot of one of the three or like, I think whoever I'm with one having Scorpio energy. Cause I'm like, let's go deep. And if someone can't go deep with me, then they're just going to be like, are you, I, I don't know what you're doing. I, I need an escape plan. So, mm. and I love earth energy. Like I, I really, whereas I know how you feel about earth energy, like I'm very drawn towards it, especially in like partnership, mm-hmm. which is why I was saying Taurus and Virgo, maybe Capricorn though. Yeah. I think like knowing that you're a Pisces as well, like someone who has Virgo in their chart, like would be really complimentary for you. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and also like that Taurus Scorpio. Yeah. Well, you know what guys, here's the thing. We're going to have to have Alex back on the podcast when you're going through it. We'll do like a part two of like what's happened and like see the stories unfold. So get a new journal because you're going to need a diary for this. Maybe I'll get you, maybe I'll get you one and pass it on with the baton. (laughs) Yeah. Well, honestly, like when you first created this podcast, I was like, the only reason I want to go through my Saturn return is to be on Courtney's podcast. (laughs) The fact that I get to do it before my Saturn or while Saturn has started calling me, um, makes me really excited, but I definitely am down to do like, I'm obviously doing this one, do like one yeah. in the minutes and then after, and then I can tell people what it was like having a lot of squares. <laughs> yes, totally. And just like, again, like supporting people through our stories is so important and who knows, maybe this, well, it is going to be a retreat one day. So I can guarantee you, Alex will be there helping guide something through for sure. But, um, that's a future plan. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that, but thank you so much for being here and sharing all of this, uh, beautiful wisdom and just, you know, talking and just sharing the information that you have in your story and, and sharing about your mama with us, Mm -hmm. um, and just the past and, and where you've come from. So, uh, are you open to sharing your blog Instagram so people can come say hi? Yeah, I probably should and probably will mm-hmm. be more active over the coming weeks and months as things continue to shift. But um, you can find my seven to 77 year old self <laughs> depending <laughs> on my day. So I'm either dancing or posting my feels. Um, my Instagram is through dot healing. So I have a personal one, but that one's not as exciting. It's just photos of me, um, when I'm traveling. So the other one's more me and my cord say, and hoping to, um, see where that takes me. Cause I think there's even being on this podcast today beforehand, I was like kind of inspired. Maybe it's podcasting. Mm. So we'll see. we'll see. Um, can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm ready for it. All right, everyone. So thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And you can send in a rating and review, by the way. I don't know how to check it, but that'd be amazing. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget, Saturn is always listening. And go live your dreams. Bye.
Hey guys, if you liked what you heard here today, definitely give me a rating and review and, you know, come over to Instagram and help help me get to know you more and come hang out over there and let me know what you're curious about when it comes to Saturn returns, astrology and all the things. Don't forget if you want to book a reading with me, those are always available and you can find those over on my Instagram page or in the show notes. And as always, I want you to remember to go live your dreams. Okay, see you when I see ya. Bye.